Hello, hello, and welcome to my lovely, inspiring human potential community. To everyone tuning in, before we get started on today's topic that is in pursuit of those keys to inner growth and following your heart to the life of an entrepreneur and to much more that I talk about, guide about, from the podcast to the blog to other online presences which are known to those who continuously tune in a special announcement anchor has allowed finally that listener support button which means the world for everything that i pursue and wanting to share and for those who are looking to support the inspiring human potential mission its purpose and anyone who believes in general in inspiring human potential because that's one of those amazing things we can do and the online world has brought us to be able and do connect support and uh, together we will achieve that harmony worldwide so if you wish to contribute because uh, the inner growth process mindset has contributed to your life or because you believe in inspiring the world through these different means please do so thank you so much for doing so and as always you can reach out if you want to collaborate if you want to share your story if you have a personal development uh, process mindset something that can contribute to others in their unlocking of their untapped unlimited potential reach out to me uh, the blog luna12780.com has my email in the about section and let's move on to today's topic as always the lovely online community has at heart us online entrepreneurs content creators we have many different names but we are all here to inspire human potential in our unique way and for the inspiring human potential community we have new podcast patron members only episodes coming this year because patron has started something to support the podcast community and uh, we are going to use that in a way that expands the inner growth learning material and the ability for you to follow your heart applying the things that we discuss in our daily anchor ihp podcast show so inner growth mindset lifestyle choices the journey the way that you can work through anything that is arising at first as conflict but that those who tune into any of the material whether the podcast the blog or the website know that's the opportunity for inner growth and for you to follow your heart so i look forward to hearing from you all for this first round it'll be the first year that we have patron members only podcast episodes with your feedback i'm sure we will continue to improve and expand all the material that is meant to inspire your higher human potential i look forward to you joining us today's topic i would like to share a bit about the foundation of all of the inspiring human potential inner growth content 
what you learn about and what we discuss has its foundation in a lifelong accumulated research that involves the fields of humanities and social sciences philosophy with a focus on existentialism and recently added basics of neuroscience physiology and biology this research continues and the wealth of information that i share across different platforms is in the effort to support your inner growth self-empowerment conscious living ascension awakening and personal development journey in a way that allows you to understand the distinct human characteristics involved in your day-to-day and overall life alongside the choices you make how you feel and deal with events such as the unknown and unwanted a simplified breakdown just to give you an idea and for the hp community to keep in mind as you pursue inner growth and self-empowerment is what is involved in the human's response to -to day-to-day events in life happening we have been able to review this and we always review some aspects throughout the episodes and all the content one the body's nervous system's defense mechanism flight fight response two the heart's feelings emotions ego self-response three the mind's conscious subconscious and conscious response alongside the established neural pathways societal culture and knowledge filters identity secondary and primary consciousness aspects this and more is what is involved as you tune into and read the ihp content whether it be on the blog the youtube Uh, channel patron membership site or the website itself or the podcast you will always get to learn something about how to apply an inner growth mindset and lifestyle approach how to follow your heart and lead with it with that unconditional love neutrality that we so much discuss why it's important and all of this allows you to tap into that infinite higher human potential which is also a response that one acquires as a body mind and heart that is one within you with that ownership so from the last couple episodes we have been talking about different elements the emotional elements particularly that are very much connected to our body so the body elements and then when it comes to the unknown of life and human elements that would also be inclusive the regular listeners know that these are coined terms i think i can say coined or labeled terms for the inner growth journey so those human elements are lovely Uh, past you know culture anything that deals with societal culture norms uh, psychological situations as well such as knowing you know we all have trauma we all experience moments of disappointment and with the body element actually we now have a very integral important part to understand the function and the importance of body so our body is the core essentially the delta waves if you recall that i gave you a list it was either two days or three days ago of the waves that are brain the brain what brain wavelengths so delta waves are the habits and programming and it's connected to our autonomous nervous system because our nervous system is what leads us to be at ease and or in that defense state and really the human nervous system is always in a defense state because you're our conscious being 
conscious means you are aware of being existing and since we also have secondary consciousness the part that you think that you think and you begin thinking at a certain point in your human journey all of us are actually a rational brain hemisphere remember begins developing from from three years on before that only our emotional brain hemisphere is developing that's the seat of our flight fight and we are organized in a way to defend ourselves so human habits that get labeled this is a second layer the first layer of that quote-unquote label such as a narcissist beneath that label is an infant is a human who adopted behavior adopted a way to protect themselves and really was not given secure attachment they were not given support to regulate in-depth emotions such as pain hurt fear they were helpless because the regulation of our senses for our neurons to fire and wire has everything to do with feeling safe or not regulation helps a body process emotions now even a secure attachment individual has trauma because we are our own individual and that means you are already your body is an intelligence that is ensuring you will survive the worst case circumstances so there's something that is yours yes we have genes so those are passed down by the way that data point because i i was talking about it yesterday and i think i said seven years but i think it was seven generations but now i'm completely like okay i need to go reference the data point because i do remember where i got it from but there is that certain time frame for genes to actually be all the way processed and go away like scientifically there's a set that it was seven i know and at first i said seven years to my family members that i was talking to but i think it might be seven generations which they're like yeah that makes more sense either way the neuroscience psychiatrist of today with the information of neuroplasticity with the information thanks to our technology are showing that when you practice a certain type of allowance of your brain so you utilize your neurosynapses to stop staying fixed in a specific way what does this mean it doesn't mean that you think of everything and anything it actually has nothing to do with that third layer even though it's our first layer our thoughts it has everything to do with the elasticity that you hold from within to engage in expansive and extensive conversation so that you do not react from your physiology with cognitive dissonance that you do not react with an ego that is defensive because you're competitive that you are actually a 5d state of consciousness but also 5d vibration body this is for my 4d peeps and all of those who have been tuning in anyone who's new you can look at last month i did a couple of episodes that uh, talked about the three dimension four dimension five dimension this is utilized mostly as a state of consciousness for us and it involves unconditional love and neutrality which is the inner growth journey in the spirituality community and or the community that expands in the metaphysics realm astrology tarot all of that lovely stuff that i'm also involved in the esoteric which i love and science new science is able to give us data on that and show just why and how it holds water essentially not the traditional science because those are the people who are academics who are in their egos and close-minded to new information not because they 
are not able to process eventually new but because their identity is completely fused with their belief with what they speak out of their mouth which is natural which they think out of their brain it was given to them those are their human elements and their unknown of life elements and no matter what we would say this is where if somebody's closed off to any piece of information even in these podcasts it will not be something you tune into because your body is that infinite intelligence that is going to protect you and guess what if a piece of information makes you feel threatened well what is that piece of information it's an enemy and your body which will be in a reaction oh that's bullshit or it'll be in a reaction i i think you are out of your mind whatever it is i've never had those particular except for the one conversation which was actually what i thought was a conversation i realized towards the end of the conversation that the person was pretty much like no i don't think what you're saying is possible and then by understanding that my friends gossiped with that person and those groups of people about the entire conversation gave me the data point ah, okay so these people navigate on a completely different wavelength 3d particularly they also right here gossip so that's their level of investment in friendships but that's something that people will do you know if they have what what do people like to say if you need to pay attention to somebody else's lives obviously yours must not be as interesting but we won't say that what we will say is that they are having a comparison and they essentially are simply um, at a question mark and in a defense way in regards to this new information or this different information actually i have a perfect example to to relate to this from yesterday with my family so here in italy it's a holiday the 15th because it's the mother assunta okay um i don't know how to translate this right now anyone who's catholic or christian tuning in well catholic because not all christians celebrate the saints um so anyways it's a holiday for religious reasons but really it's a holiday because it's also midsummer it's the hottest day of the year and then out and family gets together so i was with family and we were having a conversation about a word so remember how we've said before words people can get into arguments because of words and misunderstandings if only people would realize that people can have different meanings for the same words and actually talk it through and then agree to disagree so this is kind of what was happening we we're talking about mentorship and so my mother said your mentor and she mentioned the person which i said well i mean yes and no because i understood what mentor means to her and to me we have the same idea of mentor mentor you choose be it means you're looking out to that person and you find them to be your mentor so you look to them for guidance so i said well if i have to pick a mentor it's jesus that's my guide because i've always led with unconditional love and neutrality and anytime some things come about that would challenge that still to this day that person that comes to my mind is jesus and god and so that's what i brought it down to then my sister my twin sister my aunt started going off instead in what they call the mentor but what my mother and i did not define as a mentor so for them it's like well this was a mentor this this aunt taught me to cook this teacher taught me this this person taught me that they're all mentors and we were having this conversation for about an hour at well half an hour at a certain point i said well let's take a dictionary so we got the dictionary 
and we read the meaning and we still continued this debate and so finally i said why don't we just agree that you and tina see it that way mom and i see this way and let's move on from this and none of them really wanted to settle no no we have to figure it out because there's a definition and we're talking about it and that's the part that i'm trying to say here right here is a perfect example of uh, cognitive dissonance if you will in in a lighter version because nobody's getting angry but there's ego involved there's identity involved and there's a group of people who are talking about something who are clearly not on the same page and the willingness to allow that to be is not something that was given with like yeah okay it's true we do obviously have different interpretations of this one word and we are experiencing it in different ways it's okay now there wasn't the competitiveness either because that's where it would have gotten aggressive those people who debate and then they start getting angry at each other and then they start insulting which by the way has happened to me before and this is why the particular person is interesting that my mother mentioned is the very person that when this happened i was shocked beyond uh beyond me it was shocking because the insulting if you insult anyone doesn't matter what you're talking about obviously you are not able to accept that people can have different opinions and that is not mentor to me that is not a person who is a leader a leader understands that people have their own place so a leader a true leader a 5d empowered leader not a leader that's holding power because they want their ego to feel good because they're leading so that they can say i am a leader and there are those those are not leaders in the true word of what a leader is because a leader wants the growth of people if they're a power hungry leader that is an insecure individual who the minute you take away that power has nothing left except for that and it's actually very sad because inside them like with the narcissist going back to the the more tangible example if you will they are not in a place of feeling that they are that's exactly why they're overcompensating and doing the opposite and this is why when you're breaking everything down with the neuroscience and understanding that the sense of self the ego is a wiring it's a way that you're regulated and basically given the allowance to feel all emotions but really it's you getting un- getting comfortable with all emotions not feeling rattled by them which is instead what happens to a self the soul a body that never felt unconditionally loved and that was always being told in one way shape or form that they're not or anyways that certain yelling certain things that happen the body learned it as I'm, i'm obviously not good enough because sense of shame remember we have shame by the 15 month age can feel shame and i know a couple people or more that have this and that they there's a couple or one for sure has worked through it and is becoming an amazing human being who who is like wow and then i'm not sure about the others one in particular instead they are not here they're not amongst us anymore so that gives you an answer and and it's not good or bad it's actually quite painful for a person who understands depth of a sense of self because it is the depth of you and that there's no awareness the only awareness is that shame that has been brought which is a second layer 
and is a consequence of a behavior that's a defense mechanism but is a label that at a certain point the person must accept so to speak unless they go and realize wait a minute i'm not a piece of shit let me go check in on these feelings that i've got i've got let me go check in on my lifestyle maybe i'm actually you know there's more to it that person obviously would need to come across specific types of information and people that will make that in their awareness because otherwise like with that 3d conversation with the person and then the group that went ahead and gossiped those individuals they will label point a finger and that person is not even given a shot they're automatically in this place and you know this is the other fascinating part and it's true you will find that unless a person is empowered and therefore willing to acknowledge with complete responsibility every thought every action every emotion everything that is a part of your life and i mean everything guys not in good or bad right here is where you know if you are in a sense of ease and unconditional love with yourself with your virtues and vices you are not engaging with your first nervous system's defense mechanism and again remember as a conscious being we learn this from the body keeps the scorebook your nervous system is automatically in defense mode because you already sense that there's something outside of you at six months old you have your first night terror according to the psychologists that study infants and that write a lot of books on our consciousness on our brain on our environment so these are all data points you do what you want with them you can go and check on them sometimes i confuse them you guys know this i told you so don't not uh dictionary i don't remember things by heart i remember the gist the concept and i may confuse numbers here and there so putting it out there again and i will make sure to repeat that in other episodes for new listeners particularly i don't do it on purpose my memory is just not always you know um, it's not a computer essentially so what i was trying to get at is the doctors that study infants and that have been accumulating books through years and years and years one of these elements shares with us how our nervous system excuse me how our uh, first night terror is when we realize we're not one with our mother the attachment theory which not all psychiatrists in the academic field and practitioners believe in which always gets me when they say believe in it's a theory that has some foundation is not a belief system but anyways this is the closed-mindedness of the ego academics who basically have that label because they want to feel good about themselves because it gives them a prestige according to the external so what is outside is telling them i'm important their power quote-unquote leader hungry because they essentially are not empowered from within therefore they're seeking validation from outside and those who follow them are allowing that to take place they too though want and or have a same sense of self essentially and will conduct themselves in the same way otherwise that would not be a leader to them those who are empowered individuals those who see that freedom and empowerment and and when i say freedom i mean the liberty of expression the liberty of communication the actual knowledge that we all have a right and whether you want to use right or not we all exist and that the world does not revolve around one ego mind one ego spiritual one ego group or 10 ego groups that they are all here and therefore they all exist and whether one likes it or not to stop behaving like a child who will get the child gets reprimanded for wanting the adults that do that 
not so much because there's a whole culture knowledge and way of behaving that is with that storyline the lovely storyline if only every person paid attention to what they spoke you would know so much about yourself you would know your storyline you'd be able to disengage from your storyline but you're too faux not you guys the persons the people that are in this place of not realizing we all have an ego and that it's always leading and it's always calling the shots get to know it get to know yourself from the emotional and body layer bring them together to your mind the third layer and find yourself expressed fully and also find yourself in most amazing experiences time and time again because you're not competing with other people you are being yourself that infinite higher human potential of you is you allowing yourself to have a conversation even with those individuals that at the beginners or intermediate level of the inner growth program you'd be kind of irritated by now you sense those feelings you know that that is an indication of your ego getting involved in a way though that is saying i'm about to defend me and when you realize why would you defend you do these people have power are they controlling you are they somehow holding you down no there's an exchange of two people that can be done through the mouth so back to the one the insult insulting to me makes me think of anybody who is prehistoric so anyone who wants to talk about us being civilized but wants to be able and behave that way should take a second look at what they're speaking because at that point it's better to say this is who i am i associate to this type of human this is who i'm going to be and this is what i'm going to bring forth if you remember for those who tuned in the one adult that we had i had a conversation with those friends this is this is, was a second night and this is when i found out they had gossiped about me and that conversation and that apparently i was the one who didn't know what the other person was saying even though prison was never mentioned but hey i guess that's just me and words um but the gentleman when we were talking about people and not judging and i was expressing the same concept he actually said you know maybe it's because you've gone to school so you understand more things in a technical way i didn't i only went to middle school and my knowledge bank is here and at the end of the day i resonate with what i was raised to believe and what i was raised this is when somebody's accepting who they are and allowing also another person to be this is what it's called to actually be a human being who's an adult and mature anything that is not that and that starts to get agitated has a reason those are the emotions today we're talking about transmuting emotions such as grief so that you may grow so that you may let go and essentially it's about creating that relationship with the body heart and mind as a 5d individual so with unconditional love with that compassion that our human physiology feels when you are centered what does this mean those who are new they haven't heard the breakdown compassion one of the courses that i'm taking and i still have to finish the last module a master class on self-compassion and compassion with neuroscience psychiatrists psychologists they help people who have trauma who have abuse who have self-shame loathing all these things narcissism is one of the topics of my other course that i'm taking with the same group so i'm getting to learn a lot about the body element and share it with the inner growth journey for the people who tune in and that are on this journey 
the ability to feel compassion involves the isola the amygdala the pre whatever junction the one the the part of the the pjtptj for any new listener if you listened to last week it's a long word i always forget it um but it's the something junction pre or pro and a long word junction and this is where we can relate to other people from that part so these are parts of the brain that light up and that all need to be involved if you're going to feel compassion so the ptj or jtp um no it's p it starts with a p and it's ptj probably um that is where you relate to another person so if you're relating to them only because you've gone through something that's actually not you in complete compassion because it's based on self meaning i can relate to you because i understand because you went through something now it's also true that all people want to relate and not let's let's remember once you are an empowered you 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 are not involved in that all people and when i say all people i mean the ones who are not able so example my family setting the fact that we're not able to say let's agree to disagree is an indication of when sociologists say people it's in their dna to want to relate to others to want to be around others and this is where the first nervous system's response societal engagement when the ego feels threatened to feel threatened means you feel insecure and you're looking outside of you as the existentialists have pointed out you're not going to define you because if you define you then you take the responsibility of defining the entire human species this is the best simplified version all of you who are regular listeners know the decision that the opportunity you have you can keep doing the ego with societal engagement and now you at least have a breakdown that allows you to understand why you get triggered and you can work with those triggers because those who stay in the intermediate level of the inner growth program will continue to choose to keep things in twos continue to choose will know if 95 percent of the human species says that the sky is blue then i must say the sky is blue because that is obviously the way those who say five percent no it doesn't have to be we're not going around telling other people hey guess what you're a follower i'm a leader the person who's trying to prove a point like that it's like the and i don't want to be mean i don't have nothing against the flat earthers i don't know them personally what i do know is ego and i know that those people all linked and connected to this person who is their leader because they all resonated with wanting to be different in some way shape or form and obviously the presentation of the information that was given to them was enough to make them feel that the earth is flat and they've chosen to go down that path now i'm going to use me as this uh, example because i have similar discussions with my sister my younger sister who gets very upset at a certain point with me because she uses the word relative and one of these discussions was about the sun where i literally said you know these are hypotheticals yes more likely than not the sun will go out as scientists explain because it's a star and it has a life cycle but we personally don't know it because we will not be there and so we had this lengthy you know conversation that eventually led to almost a debate and then we just dropped it and my family thinks that i'm trying to just annoy them but what i'm trying to do is nothing except for share my idea which is i know what science says but i personally can't know for sure i'm not in the day the sun will go out 
it's more about allowing right here the brain to be in an infinite space without needing to call the shots because the human thinking brain the reason as the existentialists point out that a person will not take on the ownership of defining themselves is because they don't see it outside when you remember that your nervous system's first response when the ego feels threatened is to set engagement to look outside of you well connect the dots every time you're needing to compare any piece of data with another human being you're doing that to get validation if you can acknowledge that and then decide do i need validation or can i conduct myself in the way and can i conduct my definitions my way of expression this is where you're going to allow yourself to empower yourself and you have that option you can continue instead relating in the same way that is more of the average meaning it's the natural body's response so in a family setting i'm not pointing out hey you all are insecure egos that would not be very kind and nor would it make the point because again this is something you choose the willingness is yours and really the motivation is yours and the only reason somebody would be motivated to be completely independent in this format is if they can begin to realize they are not the only ego around but their ego does always motivate in every way shape and form and any feeling that is in a place of not flow is something that is an indication of what you've organized in trauma sometimes other times identity your storyline other times you can have a whole another word the point is it's a part of your defense mechanism so you want to go and check it out because that means you're not empowered in that very specific area emotions are amazing we'll always have all of them when we looked at the spectrum of the emotions so the delta so the delta waves the beta waves those are the brain waves excuse me but when we also looked at the spectrum of emotions i'm going to look at them again for ultimate consciousness from that clark person Uh, we learn the different vibration and we also learn how the ego feels alive because it takes that storyline so these are the last three or four episodes for anybody who's new this person named clark he's a coach he helps people to get to their 2.0 metamorphosis i definitely say i haven't watched all of his stuff but i do enjoy the way he's presenting to somebody to become a version of you that you love because he's integrating a lot of what's trending but he's integrating it with the same uh humbleness like this is what can work and this is why and and here's the science and here's uh you know the law like the law of attraction manifestation he breaks all that stuff down and gives you the subconscious and conscious consciousness and and so it's really i think you guys will like for those who are also doing the inner growth journey for sure and so emotions when they're not in a state of ease your body's not in a state of compassion back to finishing that compassion the last part of the brain that is a part of this um, centeredness is the prefrontal cortex which is where you take in the information and then from here you take it in and you also evaluate what you can or can't do so if you are in any way shape or form thinking of a give and take you're not in compassion because when you're relating you are relating with your ego so this means it's it's not that it's you being selfish but it's you being able to relate because you've been through it and in fact people that do that they tend to give their ideas their opinion their way to another person for those who are seeking that from them the majority will find 90 percent of that matches 
the little part of them that may not match only surfaces when they feel misunderstood because right here the sociologists psychologists and as we pointed out the existentialists say people like to be in group that makes you feel safe your body's first response when the ego feels threatened is societal engagement at six months old when you realize that you are not one with your mother this is the same month that the attachment theory when they explain this is when an infant knows they need a caregiver and whoever will tend to them doesn't matter who it is it can be a sibling it can be a grandpa grandma whoever is the adult that tends to them when their need is the one that becomes the attachment figure if they're not given consistent regulation so consistent soothing when they're crying consistent input they are not going to be able to regulate and this doesn't allow the sense of self to wire which is why the sense of self then is reactive very easily in any moment of stress stress means anytime somebody's going to challenge your identity anytime somebody's going to do anything and these particular individuals that have not had any secure attachment whatsoever so the disorganized they don't have a sense of self it's not able to develop it's fragmented their actual brain development their short attention span they are not engaged in long-term anything because it's not fulfilling because they're shut down by the way the heart and the gut they're not tuned in there they develop addictive behaviors it can be drugs it can be alcohol it can be toxic relationships it can be seeking out the next thrill it can be workaholic people who are in this space would know you know when you're fulfilled and you know when you're not you know if you pay attention enough and think of your past if there's something that is a repeat that is giving you a a level of highs and lows now it's only if you're looking at it with neutrality towards yourself and life that you will see this if you're looking at it with the ego so you're personalizing it already that's where you might be getting like no 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 and and that's when we deny things to ourselves it's not that we deny as much as we're not removing ourselves from the being so close up in it kind of thing so if you're able to just take a step back and say okay wait a minute let me look at all these events in my life with neutrality this is where because you're not defending already you're not comparing this is the transcendent function that Carl Jung speaks of and he says this is how people make leaps of consciousness a leap of consciousness is nothing but you enabling yourself to think beyond what you initially were thinking it does not mean you negate anything this is important to share because the minute somebody has an identity with who you are that storyline and then you're evaluating it to negate it you're going to feel a conflict it's because it's like you telling yourself oh this isn't good this is the same reason why a person has trauma in the first place you're not this isn't good and you weren't then hugged and so you weren't regulated to know you know this the environment is very important of what input the caregiver gives you being able to scold but then allow the infant the child to know they are loved is that sweet spot that no parent will ever get necessarily perfect but that if that is done this creates the secure attachment which is why as the psychiatrist point out even secure attachment individuals have trauma trauma is energy that is stored and i was telling you guys how i'm pretty sure at this point in my human journey with the the 41 year old that i've stored always my emotions in a specific spot so like now i actually try working through 
that spot especially right now as i'm feeling still a bit off uh, with all the past week and stuff so it's interesting though because it does involve emotions i've noticed when there's an emotional release release that point actually soothes it's related to astrology and stuff going on in the planet uh, i've told you guys this too so it's fascinating on that aspect the cellular energetic aspect obviously there's a tangible part getting a checkup eventually which i will do to make sure you know everything organic the organs and whatnot nervous system and everything like that is fine because we are not one element we are not just the aspect of energy we are also in in a body the part that i and this is a side note from our topic in general the part that i'm not as fond of is that there's only a good portion of people that are traditional scientists and therefore not in the realm of metaphysics esotericism and stuff like that the ones who are in the open field they are so expensive they're not even accessible you can't access them i wanted to get to somebody who i think might be a good can which i don't have anyways in mind um you know the ones who are that i don't have that kind of money so it is what it is anyways what i was trying to get at here remembering the somatic approach which is an approach of psychiatry the body memorizes everything your body knows where you didn't understand when you're getting yelled at and or not so pay attention to it and know that when we have chronic pain even these neuroscientists that i'm following one of the ones mentioned chronic pain i forget if i finished that course yet or not and they gave some examples of working with patients and or in a presentation is what i'm thinking about right now and the release of that pain so that holding on in that spot is a defense mechanism that you engaged in so we have a default network by 10 12 months you have organized how you will engage with other people based on how you are treated which is why if your attachment figure is not secure and is disorganized the part of the brain it doesn't fire what needs to be fired because it's always under stress in fact the emotional body will shut down that's your last the freeze response of your human nervous system is when the emotional body shuts down endorphins are released because the body thinks it's dying if you are in an actual attack in this case the infant is left crying is, is not tended to is never given the soothe which is when the parasympathetic nervous system kicks in so our nervous system is regulated by our breathing by the way the top when we're breathing in we're, we're activating our sympathetic nervous system our flight fight when we breathe out we're activating the parasympathetic nervous system the relaxed state this is why rhythmic breathing and breathing in general deeply so inhale and some will say to the heart i actually think it's important to go all the way to the belly and then maybe visualize it going back out through the heart and up and out and uh, the nose is what my younger sister is saying is actually more ideal but anyways breathing in four seconds if you want and exhaling six seconds it's what i learned from an executive coach who trains people to hack their physiology really you're simply allowing your nervous system to be in a specific rhythm which is what will bring you soothe or relax you and get your chemistry in a specific place but obviously here the environment for example you know we have our own bodies we have our own way of assimilating stress we have our own maybe deficiencies or not of of like for me magnesium and potassium is what's been helping me 
uh cycles for women involve you know our menstrual cycles for men it's something different but guess what even men have a biological clock of sorts where those what are they the uh i forget testosterone levels go down so these these affect our emotions because they affect our physiology and we don't always know all of that right which is why it's it's beautiful to be able and find out and it would be beautiful if they'd be able to break it down we do the best we can and i know i do to help you gain some information and then go off and start doing your own stuff so that you can understand if you're inclined to be interested in learning all these elements because for sure we we do know how important right vitamins are so we do know certain aspects but i don't see people always understanding just how this impacts your emotional state and that sometimes like even the panic attacks for example i'm pretty sure at this point they relate to maybe deficiencies in these magnesium potassium or other other elements i haven't been able to get that type of information yet because i don't want to be given a medicine that then is bad for my liver for example i I want a holistic approach and that's where i was telling you guys the ones who i see are maybe available to do this are inaccessible financially speaking the other ones don't even listen to you 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 talk to them about anything esoteric metaphysic whatever they're they're out so putting that to the side our emotions and our hormones it's all connected your 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 day-to-day just keeping all of these things in mind is important because that essentially to me is the person who is still tuning in right now and the regular listeners are interested in having that type of relationship with your body but really when we think of emotions and grief and letting go and going with the flow moving on it's all going to happen at the level of your thinking brain and here's why i always embrace a little bit of everything when we're talking so that you can acknowledge in your own way all of these you're not just one layer you're not only the mind and in fact you are first and foremost the body which is expressed through emotions which your mind is already telling you what is based on a storyline that you began developing as an infant and or child and or really all together your body though has been a participant from the get-go and the body gets ignored in that it stores your hurt and that hurt is where there was not a regulation it was not you were not given an input that helped you to process it the the neuroscientists give a very good example neuroscientists psychiatrists not all of them are neuroscientists um, psychiatrists psychologists one of them the example they gave was let's say a child gets hurt they go to the hospital the parent sits through that moment with the child and that's helping the the child to process the emotion of sadness the emotion of grief the emotion of fear Um, it's interesting i asked my niece we were talking about something i think i mentioned this to you but we were talking about her blood test she said yeah you know and they even found that i have cholesterol and she's pointing something out and my sister's like yes but it's fine and she's like no but anyways i interjected and said but let me hear does this does this scare you this information are you afraid is that why you're presenting and and my niece was like well yeah actually and then i went on to share guess what even grown-ups get scared like me you know and i shared a little bit to say it's natural but remember that this information can be helpful it's don't don't take it with fear let it help you 
to learn how to treat your body and or you know eat and, and things like that but to create a relationship with our health that is not in fear this is where the medical practice unfortunately has not done that we might begin to see that with the new practitioners again if you haven't seen heal or e-motion watch them those are two documentaries that stuck to me not for the data because some of the data they're just finding it out now it's not proven but because of the way they actually share with you your body's resilient they get they begin to give people and gaia is a perfect channel for this we're beginning to get an imprint that is different that is in the absence of fear and here guys for my 4d 3d peeps 5d that you know of this this is what this 5d societal culture is when they say what five dimension will be this is what it is we are already living it because they're introducing the societal culture the new wave saying hey wait a minute our bodies aren't just you know we're not little patches here and there there's a whole network it's and it works really well we don't need necessarily medicine what we want to do is understand how it works the environment is important the chemistry is important this information is coming out it's not all solidified in stone and here's where the challenge lies in that we continue to have experts who obviously they say look if the data is in here we can't really use this as a data point even the psychiatrists remember there was the episode with compassion the class um that one of the the doctors said even though they're saying that compassion helps helps health we cannot use this as a data point yes as practitioners because there's not enough data there's not enough of what they want as proof so for to the best of any practitioner's ability academia and or expertise in those realms as subject matter experts will not utilize information that is not been proven they may mention it but they will say we can't count it as truth or not and this is where only time allows us to build enough of that information in the meantime for all of you tuning in these are all aspects that you with emotions can evaluate so transmuting emotions such as grief is not about you not ever experiencing grief but understanding the body element the heart and the mind these aspects are involved for your human elements and the unknown of life elements those are your uh, founding belief systems and or the things that you're taught as a child the part of your essence of you this is where it's up to you to allow yourself to navigate when there's an uncertainty unwanted unexpected so moment of fear comes up whether it's ego comparison ego again any element that just arises as a feeling that is not flowing that's the moment that you can go within see what's happening bring your heart and mind to the same page and then move forward so with feelings such as grief to finish off the compassion with the prefrontal cortex Uh, you are able to evaluate what is in your potential to do or not do there's the need to activate also the um the nervous system the the soothe one right now the word's missing the parasympathetic nervous system 
and that's you being centered so you're not fusing with what's happening you're not over identifying this is where you are neutral you're holding the light you're in the 5d state you're in unconditional love towards you and the external because you're not judging the event and or person and or situations okay and it isn't because you don't have the grief feeling so let me be clear this is why i'm talking about transmuting emotions such as grief you are sitting in your cosmic consciousness evaluating secondary and primary consciousness you're evaluating your thoughts and your feelings from neutrality with neutrality this is the transcendent function and you do make leaps of consciousness as you're evaluating what is a part of your foundation the human elements the unknown of life elements the the different inputs from the essence of you so feelings and thoughts things that are like ah they're not they're not completely at ease okay you find and pinpoint what is upsetting here's when it's dealing with life and or another person and or group what's your storyline to be able to remove yourself from the ego and recognize your storyline i'm the bad guy i'm the good guy that can be the storyline simplified nobody's a good guy or bad guy if you're in your cosmic consciousness and neutrality you're like okay wait this is the storyline this is when people are breaking down the ego into different parts and the sense of self higher lower i'm keeping it all as one because it's you you're creating your secure attachment you're allowing yourself to develop this is the rewiring that whatever course i've seen rewire your brain this is what you're doing because you're working with your neurosynapses you're working with your nervous system that's why you can work in that delta brainwave i have no doubt about it now the part about when fear comes up this is where the challenge when i was telling you about the panic attacks yesterday the way that the concentration and although some would say you're supposed to surrender and relax if you want to be a participant of your body it's not about surrendering and relaxing because the very minute your body's feeling something is the minute your mind will start engaging it's an actual initial mastery so maybe it'll begin with control but don't stay in the control learn the mastery and allow yourself to flow with what's coming up and then to flow into the different boxes so neutrality because you'll also be able to maybe get get upset and not be able you will there there will be mixed emotions mixed emotions mixed thoughts so surrendering can give you a sense of relief and this is where people will usually use their belief system this is in the theta this is when you you know praying to god praying and talking to the angels archangels doing whatever it is a ritual that's the elements that soothe you and help you but when you're going through emotions and you're wanting to achieve the five d state so full empowerment of ego self you're never really choosing to disengage and so to just allow you can actually practice achieving that state of feeling of ease with the mind is what i'm bringing forth right now and this is where it's about accepting that emotion with neutrality and the event and or the situation that mean does not mean you prefer it or not but you also disengage from that word those those aspects because otherwise the emotion doesn't get transmuted in the moment and flowing in a way that you have consciously chosen is what's going to allow you to feel every day more empowered and participant in life as you are as a human being with the ego self 
not to think that you don't have it there because those emotions they come up and when they're coming up that's where you can tend to now there are people who say ah when something comes up i just let it be and that's for those people they're they're navigating a different space they have other people they listen to and the people they listen to and the things they do involve not paying attention and just letting it go is it better or worse right here if somebody's thinking of better or worse the point of an empowered ego is not to think of better or worse it's to think of what do you want to do what works for you what works for you i'm going to use me as this example anybody that knows me to this day will think of me as somebody who has anxiety anxious or even just having panic attacks alone they put labels i have accepted and when i am in communication i do not justify correct and or anything of that sort because i've done that before and it doesn't work and people will keep on telling me what they think about me the same way any other person will do with all of us essentially uh, unless they may have an awareness and therefore they'll present that data in a different way um but putting all of that to the side the point is from within me i don't judge myself with those words these are not words that i actually hold i have to accept and while other people would say this is a disconnect from the external and that therefore i'm being unrealistic those are people who are allowing other people to define them and they're okay with that those are individuals who are utilizing in fact their societal engagement nervous systems response to tell their own ego who their ego is i use words to use words but remember we're learning for you to be yourself it's about inner growth i'm trying to create a different relationship with the ego self and break it down to you so that you may understand it from the body element to the heart element to the mind element but essentially the goal here is for you to be able and simply be you and so being you doesn't mean that somebody has a right to label you if you don't agree with it what coexistence means is accepting at a certain point that no matter how you tell somebody stop telling me what you think i am because i've told you a million times what i am you just let it go because you acknowledge that there is a reason and my acknowledgement is the world loves to function doesn't love but it functions in duality and because the individual's immediate response when the ego feels threatened is societal engagement they've gone they've taken whoever their leaders are whoever you know those parameters those definitions are and said no it has to be this way or it has to be some way where we all come together and agree so transitioning to the family yesterday experience to me that clearly in this that circumstance one my mother and i have a similar way of seeing the word mentor in practical life day to day independently from the, the the definition because even in reading the definition to me it still is somebody that you choose that advises you and that you look up to and or yes you want to you take away from them and you think of leading life in a way that they lead life my sister and my aunt on the other hand think of it as anything that you're learning from somebody that's a mentor so your grandma grandpa ma everyone okay everyone that you can think that you've learned something from essentially the they read it and they said but this is what the mentor is being able to know that we have different ways of perceiving life 
and that we will have different ways that that translates into words is okay for the empowered ego person this is that 5d state of consciousness that they talk about when they say people will allow people to be their unique spark we we are sparks because we're energy but we are in bodies and those bodies have an ego self so it's you the minute you can allow yourself to be at ease and you understand that those words that are being used exist because that's the interpretation of other people but you are disengaging from utilizing them to define you that's the minute you are entering the impartiality of the inner growth program that we talk about because you're aware that that means what that person is saying but you acknowledge within you the essence of you has a different expression i would never use a word like that in 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 in, um it doesn't match what i feel of me i know when i had the anxiety when i was in that place of stress i i acknowledge it i was around 18 when i acknowledge okay i want to work on this feeling because it doesn't serve me and ever since then i've been in a place of flow with participation though so here the mind and being able to use it this is the one place with anybody who's in the spirituality realm and or even the human realm that will talk about overthinking i completely would go on a different level because the beauty of thought and evaluation the prefrontal cortex is the the where we think our brains evolve the human evolution of consciousness is through the brain guys it's being able to use so the neuroplasticity showing how we can always learn well guess what i began by telling you it's about practicing allowing your neuroreceptors to fire and rewire it's really about allowing information to be something that you take in not because of fear but because you are assimilating something new you're experiencing an exchange emotions are always involved because ego is always involved so before you'll be able to be in this place with exchanges and see with family for me personally i tell you all the time i'm still working with the neutrality and they're going to be my greatest practice thanks to them i'm going to get to practice every day every day every time there's anything that is a discussion i'm going to get to practice what we talk about because i'm aware it's you choosing to be aware of your body the emotions and the mind and then to choose to transcend so you transmute emotions such as grief upset anger because you're choosing to acknowledge wait a minute ego we're not being threatened we're exchanging information our identity is not only you know these societal norms or those societal norms you're not staying in the labels of the 3d or the 4d okay you are allowing those to be words that you acknowledge and that are part of your journey because that organizes information for you it organizes it the beauty of words is they have a vibration too the beauty of words is they're studying how it affects our health how it affects our brain so here when the psychiatrist the reason she said we have to leave this data point to the side for now is because it's something that the scientists are looking into how words affect our health and our brain and if you just think of the experiment with water and cells and plants i think it was when you speak kindly they flourish they grow emotions and words matter so this is where let's go back to the sense of shame the 15 month year old the 15 month old who starts having shame 
and who reacts to kindness with disgust and therefore is most likely going to be a person who may have traits that are considered mean another thing i had a discussion with yesterday which was very fascinating because this was with my twin sister who, who who keeps on saying i think we're saying the same thing and and presenting to me things where i'm like no we're not saying the same thing because i would not use this word i'll share this so example we were talking about the sense of shame and i said you know the word mean should not be applied because this is the very reason these same individuals are not able to see any light they're labeled mean they're labeled that they're not they're not doing something kind therefore even if somebody says i can help you why would you help me i'm a monster i'm mean this is who i am this is the part that i I tried sharing and and my sister presented uh as if i were one justifying and then she went on to share this this aspect that we were talking about the day prior where um if a child is being bullied or if if i had i don't have children so they were there we were with friends they all have children and they were presenting these situations with their children being teased and and things happening and i would i was not very able to sit still which is the truth of the matter if i if i am a part if i were ever to have um witness (laughs) a child being um mis mistreated i would not be able to sit patiently and talk through something essentially what i was presenting was i would go beat up all of those parents i would not even think of it twice like there's no negotiation and and so my sister's presenting this to me and saying you know you're you're talking about not uh being evil and you're talking about shame and yet here you were presenting the other day that if you had had a child or whatever and you're in that circumstance you would not be able to sit back and allow certain things to happen calmly and i said this is where i have never said i am against anything the the biggest misconception by people in general at least for me and i don't know about you guys but when i'm presenting something where i'm explaining you know a human being isn't evil this is what's happening within them Uh, their ego their insecurity the hurt and so the way to respond is not by expressing more hurt otherwise you're just doing the same motion you're just doing the same cycle it's to allow something to to transcend to transmute is about being able to deal with emotion and to be able and be in a different state of emotion but your mind is always going to be participant as your body so this is where people think the same way with the person who was gossiping to finish up that cycle especially for those who don't know the story the reason why i understood that the my friends had gossiped with this other person about the situation was because that event when we ended where this man said you know i understand that for you people aren't evil but for me you know in prison is something that exists and i and i said well of course prison exists that's a system we have a system to protect ourselves and my two friends which are the friends of the other people said oh so you do agree with the with the prison system and i'm like well i think it can be improved but of course people are going to go to jail you can't keep them all around you know until they're that they can coexist peacefully and not be a danger and in the car later they they disclosed if you had said this at that one conversation this person wouldn't have thought of you as somebody who is off and they had thought of me as being off meaning like wow they they all thought that i was saying when i said i don't judge people that i was saying to not imprison 
even though i have a lot to say about prisons again they're not perfect in any way shape or form that's not the way that you get people to be back into society actually if we want yeah they're branded let let's let's talk about that right um but my point was there's a whole miscommunication based on a word nobody presented what was happening to me of these two people who are my friends the other people aren't but i hadn't said anything about prison or not prison i had simply said i'm not judging a human being i'm not casting a stone on the heart of a human being the heart of a human being is what people judge when they're labeling somebody to me those are two different things personally so the part of justifying is a misunderstanding very common for me uh but really the to the truth is if somebody does something that is unkind they are a hurt person they are not somebody who is in society and 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 a part of it well that doesn't mean that if i personally see something that is happening to an a child that i won't get protective that's that's why it's um interesting always so my point here is what is always presented to me for example right in these in these family circumstances is the way that uh, they don't understand when i'm saying what i'm saying but they're not the only ones this is for all those people who are not in neutrality with humanity guys okay so now i'm presenting something that can support those of you who are looking to help humanity as a whole not just during a growth journey when it comes to being able to create a, a planet that has more love than hurt it is about knowing that those who hurt the most are essentially hurt people this has nothing to do with you and your personal life making choices so that's what i told my sister said i never said i wouldn't go and beat somebody up if i'm seeing a kid do i think i could do i don't know i don't know but all i do know is if i think of children being being upset and said i could not i could not as a parent sit back calmly as i've seen these parents talk about things i would be one of those very overprotective parents and i would not back down at all like i'd be all over that so it's it's very much uh something that i don't judge right here if you're judging your ways that's where you're not allowing yourself to find a ideal way to coexist do i feel that this reaction would be coexist? no it's not coexisting at all in fact it's completely not coexisting it's completely overreacting in a defensive way that that is what i will say it's it's me saying i'm going to come out and defend and that's the point emotions that are that strong from a certain place if we can acknowledge what they really are we can start creating a relationship with it you don't identify with it you don't label it you don't fuse with it you you acknowledge the naming of it i get overprotective i'm a protective person of the people i love if and i don't have these circumstances because i don't put myself in them this is where when people put themselves in certain situations it's like why why would you do that to yourself so let's let's move on to other other emotions and other areas and being able to go with the flow and grow from things and let go so letting go is about you not holding on to emotions that create a certain type of feeling it's actually about you allowing yourself to know what that is so with compassion towards you and the external you will be able to do that 
you go through a life event and emotions coming up milo i was very sad one could say that i grieved for milo my cat and let me read to you the definition of grief so for now i have google dictionary open even though on the inner growth word of the day i'm sure i had the miriam webster dictionary but grief a noun it means intense sorrow especially caused by someone's death or informal it's trouble or annoyance we were too tired to cause any grief okay grief defined by this other dictionary is mental or emotional suffering or distress caused by loss or regret what when we talked about compassion on the when i was taking the master series remember uh there was the episode where they talked about suffering and how it's a class i keep calling them episodes but i shouldn't they're modules and classes um they talked about how suffering is caused when you're over identifying and fusing with the problem so being in compassion means that you are still participating with your prefrontal cortex so you know what you can and can't do the part of the prejunctual that is able to relate you can relate but even if you've gone through it this is where if you've gone through it it's up to you to be in a state of neutrality which is why if you are relating to somebody suffering only because you've gone through it that's not compassion guys if you are in grief in any moment you're not in compassion you're in a defense mode you're in a suffering mode and so your parasympathetic nervous system the soothe state isn't engaged your amygdala the threat is engaged and you are trying to maybe figure out how to get to it but really you're in your threat so you're using your default network once we begin getting upset we go from our first nervous system's response when the ego feels threatened to set engagement to flight fight those who are in freeze pause those who have a shut down emotional body they may do the addictive things that they have as their habits to get distracted and or to remove themselves or maybe they don't even acknowledge it this is where every person knows themselves for the person who has shame there's a very big inner critic going on and so their grief is actually sitting there not going to guilt which we have healthy and unhealthy guilt so once you're able to be sad about something and allow yourself to start processing it so you name the emotion it's sadness it's grief and then you start moving away from that okay there's a process to achieve compassion and or staying compassion and this is where it's neutrality and unconditional love it will always be for you and the external whether it be a person and or the life event that took place so there's always a two this is that duality those who stay within societal engagement will continue to look for those that can help them through it and that is a state that you stay in this does not mean you do not navigate the 5d state of consciousness you can if you're not casting stones if you're moving forward if you're not in the storyline you're achieving the empowered ego self but the emotion of grief will continue to be felt that depth if you're not now working with the body element once you get the mind and heart in harmony once you get to be the essence of you once you get to start expressing vices and virtues without being upset at those who point out to you something that is not yours for you as i gave you that example the words that are still used i do not identify with any of them none i do not argue about it because i have acknowledged that this is what the others see and that is okay what do i pay attention to my body and i pay attention to processing my emotions 
another side note to give you this example so this part where he was sharing yesterday even with my family what's happening and whatnot they all have the same things to say you you assimilate stress you assimilate emotions you're you know which is what other people's also will come and say that you are accumulating okay and they're making their um, thoughts present because they know me so they're saying what they know about me an empowered individual allows people to express those things and does not argue not argue not debate but there's also another element that what is being spoken is not law is not your truth meaning you already know yourself you already know what you're processing you already know what you're going through and you know exactly where you are at with complete ownership this is empowered ego self what this means is those words don't affect you because essentially they are not yours you take in what is being said if there is any room that resonates you're like huh that might be something that is part of why and what i'm dealing with but it's already been elaborated and chosen and decided what i mean by this is that that information is not telling you what you're going through you have no fear because you know what you are going through this is the 5d state there's no fear that's why the external whether it be a person or life you're not surrendering to anything that's helping you're not even when when i pray when i have my my things that i do with my candles my intent manifestation i do it with a different uh, what's the word it's with participation i am participating with the infinite knowledge that is present i feel it i'm there i'm with it we are one it is not because i need the external to give me something i am where i want to be that's when you are in this 5d place you're where you want to be meaning you're living from the heart you're living what you always wanted to live it has everything to do with your day-to-day and it has everything to do with the way others will present this the power of now the law of attraction manifestation they present it to you with other other things in mind i'm presenting it to you with your ego self with the ability to say this is you being yourself and here's the human elements and the unknown life elements and the essence of you elements and we keep on going and here's what it looks like when you're sitting down with family and they're getting on your case about something because your ego yourself that heart is at that center it's the same place where those who have had abuse and or trauma like excessive right have the block and it's not really blocked but they don't tune in because the body's not safe so the minute kindness is presented is the minute that's a threat because as the infant needed that wanted it didn't get it the infant learned to defend and when shame began to come about because obviously if you're not being tended to you're not only not being regulated but you're probably also being talked to in a certain way or you're witnessing things you're not in a safe environment you're not in a loving environment so you don't believe that can ever happen and your body doesn't either and so the difference is that the person who becomes aware is the one who says okay wait a minute i'm now i'm being irrational my body is being irrational but they need to come across data information that allows them to know they're not these monsters they're not you know that that there is uh, something behind the feeling that is a defense mechanism that was not in their power or in their conscious choosing and i would say that if a person accesses enough of the information 
in a way that it makes them know hey guess what you're not the only one that has these types of feelings the the very specific feeling of why because if somebody's getting mad at kindness right and defensive and they realize this is unnecessary this is this is not something kind what do you guys think that will make them think of themselves they're already in this place of being then they recognize they're having a feeling that is the opposite of oh i'm i'm so happy you're so kind to me but it's like oh i want to kill you or or maybe not that but it's 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 an it's a feeling of i'm not a, i'm not happy what you're doing is like making me upset because they don't relate to themselves as the infant because maybe they haven't come across the psychiatrist that has presented to them shame in this way maybe even if they're presented to it they still will have that storyline they now have an identity there are people that want to stay lone wolves because they've decided that's their identity and as clark explains this is two podcast episodes ago i think is when i mentioned it people the ego gets hooked on the storyline what are those feelings well we're going to review that little chart now that um, beautiful chart of different feelings let me grab it just give me a second i don't remember if it was a screenshot or camera i think it was camera nope it wasn't camera okay guys i've i've got it here it is here it is just need to open it open so we have suffering okay when the the body's contracted or expanded or the mind suffering is all the way at the bottom and then getting by so we begin with red orange yellow and then we get to the green and so fear fear state suffering and getting by getting by is when we have fear fear is a 100 so these are hertz this is vibration or heat for sure it has something to do with that Uh, grief is 75 apathy is 50 guilt is 30 shame is 20 so when you're in a fear state this is what you vibe okay and desire anger pride courage those all go above fear but they're not in a love state yet they're in flow but they're not pure tower pure tao or ultimate consciousness okay so ultimate consciousness is in the purple Uh, pure tower is between light purple and blue and then flow is from blue green okay and if you guys ever want the screenshot just let me know i'll send it to you or i'll send you the video link to his um, video so between fear and love we have desire anger pride courage these are all elements that the ego uh, has as it's living the storyline neutrality is 250 from neutrality you get to willingness which is 310 then acceptance 350 then reason 400 and then we get to love which is 500 above love is joy 540 peace 600 enlightenment 700 plus and that is when you are in expanded ultimate consciousness when you pursue inner growth following your heart everything i'm talking to you about this is what you can eventually achieve it is about getting to the advanced place of the inner growth program and beyond and it is all about you being able to work through for example feelings of shame grief apathy guilt desire anger pride courage with neutrality because you're allowing yourself to sit in transcendent function acknowledge where the ego the self of you is at 
with these elements now remembering also that the emotions continue to exist because here's that part it's one thing if you're a monk and you're living in a monastery and you're living a specific life and some people want that other people like to engage with people and be into the day-to-day even though i don't want to make necessarily new friends it's not because i don't want to i don't have the time you know it's all about me having to learn about what other masks somebody's wearing not wearing it's just a lot of time that i don't have the day that i will have that time i'll go around making friends all over the place but the reality is uh, there's a lot of um, misunderstandings that take place and these misunderstandings with new people especially is unnecessary since i already have the people that i have in my life and still have plenty plenty of grief uh, that can happen uh, and that has actually taken place if i have to use uh, a word although right here i don't experience it that way why don't i experience grief that way because i am always in that enlightenment and love place guys even as i went through moments like with milo what did i tell you when i shared with you the first time the story the minute milo went missing i knew i was going to be working through sadness which can be equal to grief the way it's the way it is because it's deep deep sorrow sadness and attachment this is from that spiritual community that talks about attachment but even enlightenment in the monks they talk about letting go of attachment and so i knew immediately that that is the emotion i would be going through and it didn't take me just because i knew that that i'd be okay with it this is the part of you being able to know to be human is amazing the feelings they're not in a feeling of suffering if your nervous system and you are in compassion and that's why i broke down to the physiology of compassion because i'm trying to share with you the body element and say guess what you can feel compassion now that you know what it involves physiologically speaking and remember what did my mom say well what if people don't want to experience compassion and her mind though is navigating to people thinking of humanity as some evil species that is selfish and does harm and all these other storylines that's why the thought of what if people don't want to feel compassion but if you remember or basically if you acknowledge that feeling compassion brings your body to be in an expanded state it brings your consciousness it brings your mind to be able and be open to information so this is again the message here is always all of the inspiring human potential podcast episodes all of the content within our growth in mind is about inspiring and giving you the tools to access your infinite higher human potential and that involves the ego self that is wired in a very specific way since the moment you're an infant yesterday i didn't get to talk a lot about reassurance because it was very off day for the regular listeners i think you could tell i had to rush off because i was not able to concentrate any longer reassurance is a feeling of safety it's a feeling of oneness it's that very feeling that people talk about when they talk about source and yada 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 and i'm presenting to you the way that this is accessible to you through the neuroscience psychiatry that's even all you need but you're not only your nervous system you're not only a mechanism because the part about letting go it's about remembering that those memories stay doesn't matter what you'll use and how much of it you will remember accurately 
what stays is what affected you it's in your explicit memory and your implicit memory memorized the hurt which means it's going to come up again and again and again and if you want to allow yourself to be in a different place that's why you want to transcend transmute these emotions because our body it picks up on hurt not because we have to suffer but because your body is going to always make sure you survive the worst case circumstances from the body keeps the scorebook and the body means the nervous system and our brain that defense mechanism of our body the nervous system and looking to societal engagement is because the ego self began existing already knowing you need a caregiver and starting to look out of you is where you lead by one example but really you're also being told what you are that's your first filter to you and external is your caregivers are one two whatever however many you looked up to and you will know but you may not know funny side note and i need to tell my mom i haven't told her but when we were talking about mentorship yesterday mentors there was one family member that she identified as her first mentor and the way she described the mentor is the exact way she feels in many circumstances with the our family her her family members uh, but even with us her children and this is where i was like okay that is a very interesting you know data point i'll present it at some point if she wants she'll hear i don't know if she'll acknowledge it but it's interesting because every word of how she described this woman who's a family member being misunderstood and a lot of other words that came forth were exactly the way that she feels in different moments when there's uh, conversations with her family members and stuff like that we our bodies are always there with us and and disregarding that you had already started to choose who you were as an infant just because the external world tells you that you were an infant or whatever way you want to put it that's the part that's the part that gets me because if you only paid attention to every word you spoke every action you took every feeling that you felt and then you'd start applying it in a way to say i'm gaining knowledge of me because even though in what what jeremiah pointed out but we are ourselves why would you want to be yourself i told him i'm talking about getting to know the inner world of you the heart of you the ego the self of you all of those emotions they all mean something it's not to be an overthinker but they all have meaning and you thinking that you know what it is without having explored it is you being silly meaning you're just looking with what you were given you're not you you didn't actually gain the depth of knowledge yet your deep knowing comes from your heart remember the teenagers the only short-lived time i didn't listen to my deep knowing my deep knowing was my thinking brain that is still applicable now the same way i was disappointed and upset at people lying and or not uh coming through is the same level of sadness and or upset that i get the difference is the knowledge that i have so when i told you that i've been through an experience that was simply a repeat of my teenager but in a deeper level the twin flame stuff when i told you about my journey this is the part where for as much as i understand that obviously i'm in a different place it's 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 really mathematics what i mean by that well of course at 40 plus i'm going to be more knowledgeable about human behavior than i was at 
my 14 13 15 year old self however what came through is the exact same themes the only difference is the knowledge bank and the knowledge bank makes a difference because i was able to integrate the body element for example and the other part is knowing me the way that you guys are getting to know yourselves for those who pursue inner growth gives also a very different impact because you're not in a state of grief in a way that is suffering you're in a state of grief accepting that you are upset for reasons that have meaning to you and you're okay with that and you're okay with the world you're in the enlightenment that's why it's not grief in the vibration of grief but it doesn't mean you don't go through it so milo i knew i would be processing emotions it took me about a year and a half or two years even um, to actually be able and be sad about it accept it and then now i can think of him and i'm okay does it mean that i lived grief every day no that's the whole no people who do that that's very unfortunate that's fusing their identity with an event and they're living their egos living that suffering okay and in fact this is sad because i think there are some people i know that that's what they're doing they're reliving grief over and over and over again because their neural pathways they've decided to embrace a specific storyline which was already a part of their foundation though and now they're doing it to themselves instead of disengaging as the neuroscience psychiatrist experts they talk about shame because i'm taking a class on shame and then there's the compassion one but it's in the shame one that they're talking about the inner critic and how challenging it is for a person who has shame to disengage from the inner critic but how it's possible that's why they explain how you achieve compassion physiologically because this is what helps these individuals to start acknowledging they're not alone they're not some mean monster human being or whatever it is that their inner critic is saying but they have to give them the technical part first because they immediately react to kindness with this disgust as i was saying before if somebody feels certain feelings i i already see them having that label of another oh you're a narcissist and i am a narcissist see this is what i am oh i am a sociopath i must be this because i'm feeling this right now they're not acknowledging the body element because the people that they're around doesn't don't present to them the body element they just present to them the societal culture that second layer and in fact we have our lovely practitioners telling us how again there are practitioners psychiatrists clinicians people that work with people that don't talk about narcissism with the fact that the ego is an insecure ego that that ego is trying to do everything possible to be accepted to be loved that's all that ego wants but they're doing it with narcissism and grandiosity and the malignant narcissist is the one who's been in even more abusive situations because they are that desperate that they have well I i would say there's an aspect and an element of the way they're able to relate what i mean by that is have the intelligence to know so their emotional body shut down and then they they were having to get that creative to defend themselves that they're able to read or maybe it was just a knack because everybody has those unique traits but putting that to the side what i was trying to get at is the neuroscience psychiatrists explain how different 
different schools of thought will talk about the narcissist as somebody who's egotistical in a way as pompous and and arrogant when they're really the opposite beneath the layer is an infant that has shame that has self-loathing that was never taken and loved and shown a way to be in that compassion state physiologically speaking guys okay so these elements to a person who has been labeled and who continues to exchange by the way the same types of cycles then what are they what can they expect to think the minute they're being tended to with kindness and they have certain reactions unless they come across other people that that will not react that way and maybe even know how to deal with them which is something those who are empowered those who are in a 5d state and looking to be empowering leaders loving leaders to really shine that light the way those who talk about light and being of service being of service holding space means to know that humanity is not evil at heart they are hurt at heart and again this doesn't mean that you disengage from being if you're protective like i was describing to you before i use this example because again i don't have children or that i want children but all i know is that there there are these situations when mothers are presenting them that i would be all i would be all over the place and i and i know myself meaning i know that if if i feel this way that's not going to change this is the other thing don't you love when people no but you'll change side note another lovely example guys and this is a little bit less related to processing and transmuting emotions but it's more about when you are an empowered self-ego one of the boyfriends i had when when they broke up with me essentially they said we were not on the same page and and i kind of said I, I thought we had clarified where we were at and where we were headed but uh but they said no you, you don't want the same things and i mean essentially it's true and we're still friends now we're friends very good friends i'm friends with uh yes with the wife in fact i always tell my lovely friend that we are you know we were meant to meet and this is the way we got to meet but anyways long story short um they said something about i thought you would change at a certain point throughout this relationship and and i and i thought what made you think that you knew me anybody who knows me knows that this and this is where there are those who will say but everybody changes and i share with you more than once inner growth changes your reality you are core you being yourself has a specific core now that we know how the body's involved you know that aspect there is so much to the depths of you that you can explore and understand as you allow yourself to navigate in this empowered state while you're coexisting it is because the triggers can only come from the outside that you can learn it's not about struggle this is all about the heart the ego the self beginning a journey where you begin getting regulated and or not so the secure attachment avoidant attachment ambivalent attachment disorganized attachment your sense of self develops there are elements that you begin evaluating on your own by 15 months you can have a sense of shame there can be guilt remember by 14 months we know desire and we'll take what we want this is again psychologists who study infants by 18 months we know what others want from us and we'll be inclined to give it to them your first nervous system's response when the ego feels threatened is to side engagement to look outside of you 
your body knows it needs a caregiver to live by 10 12 months old you've organized the societal engagement the default network so how you're going to interact now my my twin sister excuse me she's like how did they know that i said tina it's the same way the books you've read how do they know they study it it's 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 one data point nobody's saying it's all exclusive and that's it they're data points people take it or leave it this is the same thing every time i present to you stuff you're going to take what resonates and leave what doesn't it's going to be automatic the stuff that triggers is the stuff that then hopefully i hope after all that we talk about neutrality you actually explore with neutrality as well but obviously the trigger is where there's identity involved this is something very important in fact anything that's triggered is very important for you to explore but if you're going to explore it by criticizing you're not actually exploring it you're just reiterating what your belief is which is fine but to explore the feeling of why that initial cognitive dissonance because that's when when somebody's like oh that doesn't know that's not true that's that initial cognitive dissonance so you are identifying with that piece of information i presented something completely different it triggers it's not to be agreeable it's to actually i'm saying explore that because that is something meaningful to you and it doesn't have to be i'm taking it out on you because you're the one who's saying something that is ridiculous that's a focus on the external that has no effect on your life except for the same storyline pointing a finger it's like with the whole flat earthers like i said i have nothing against them in fact maybe one day i'll have a conversation with one of them if they'll want to because i'll be curious to see how they came to actually believe this i'm curious to see how they're like from their core in this place the the leader is what i need to actually watch this documentary my brother-in-law told me about because they i need to see um what my brother-in-law made made a point to share with me was that at the end of this interview they asked the person what if you find out or you basically stop believing in what you've professed are you going to tell these people or what and i think they didn't have an answer for that something along those lines and i'm like well yeah because that he realizes i think it's a he that he's just made a whole bunch of people start believing something they'd probably lynch him anyways <laughs> even if he said no it's not true they'd be like ah oh, you betrayed us or something um that's what happens when a leader does that at the same time that's also what happens when the people that are following might actually take that next step to their inner growth because the person's like well sorry i just made that up Uh, here's the truth the earth is round and and then they have no longer the ability to keep believing it it makes me think of this one person who was a leader in the spirituality community and who went the completely opposite route and half of the people that followed them basically negated everything they had learned because they followed the leader the other half said no wow we believe in this how could you how could you betray this journey this this element this this part of what you you know like and and that was fascinating moment in time but the beauty of the 5d is also this leadership of oneself this is what is being established it is more of an empowered ego self having a relationship with emotions the science is building up enough information to support a transformation in the way we talk about each other so back to emotions though and transmuting all emotions especially those 
that are in the place of grief sadness okay so being able to transmute them it isn't about you not feeling them as i pointed out with my um, experience with milo it's about you knowing okay of course i'm going to grieve and then you're able to live those moments of sadness when they come up in enlightenment and or peace you really start with the acceptance it's well neutrality acceptance and then you start looking to achieve peace with it the enlightenment is also your choice and what i mean by also is that some people may not think of aspects that are in a place of sadness with uh, i'm going to be able to be enlightened the enlightenment comes for the mind that loves to elaborate so some people may not right so it happened i'm able to let go of it easily and that's great for those people who can do that that is really awesome and all of you know your own bodies so i know that for me to process an emotion it will take time i've seen people say they've processed something but they really haven't it's very clear to me when they haven't because they keep on getting a bit of certain feelings that they don't acknowledge i for example acknowledge my feelings but in private so one of the recent times that i was um, i got not caught off guard these are very close family friends and i was telling them about some aspects of my life and my my friend's husband who's also my friend they immediately said you're lying this isn't true that it doesn't mean it didn't mean anything to you because they saw the look in my eyes and essentially what i was feeling was was definitely sadness right so when they said it i immediately said yes yes i i know what you're saying but i was okay with it what i wasn't okay with was that i was lied to so that made me sad and what i'm trying to point out here is our body does always speak and people who are attentive and my friend he's very attentive he knows like this is why he caught me off guard because you know when we're going through sadness that's something that's personal and you don't want to always share it and most people they don't pay attention guys this is the it's not good or bad but they're they're absorbed in their own their own story they're not looking at you with a, a level of awareness those who do they will tend to if their friends point it out in a kind way if they're not friends and therefore they want to create a specific type of engagement they'll present it in another way the beauty of you choosing to be a 5d empowered individual is that you'll be able to not react defensively because you're working with your emotions already and vulnerability and being transparent so your way would be a practice of okay how do i want to respond to that in this case my friend he's a close friend he did catch me off guard because i didn't want to share but really it wasn't anything to share about um it was just something that uh like i said was a feeling and it came through and in fact i got a chance to further expand on that specific topic when my friend was driving me home uh and i and i'm pretty sure they understood what was most of concern to me was i don't like people that i love judging other people that i love and since this involved the person that i do love i i wanted to make sure to allow that person to not be seen in a certain light because that's the whole point of people you love you don't want them to be judging each other 
and people will judge each other based on loving each other and this is the beauty the more you love the more you'll get defensive so here the protective streak of me has no shame in saying i will defend a family a friend i will i will do what i feel and i will not say it was right or wrong i'm not justifying to get defensive but i'm accepting that that's how i would i if i can protect and i feel like protecting somebody that i will and this also involves protecting people from being judged so people that i love nobody's perfect and this is where it's it's important to me all of us have those things that are important to us and usually you'll have the people in your life that you resonate with if you're choosing a path that is in tune with your heart okay so you're able to always work with all emotions as you are empowering the ego self tending to your needs you're allowing yourself to be neutral towards the external you're allowing yourself to engage in compassion you take step by step every day is a new day so enlightenment is lived every day every day you will experience different feelings and emotions get transmuted in time letting go happens also in time because as you transmute the emotion when it comes up that's how you're also letting go and you're letting go by growing going with the flow because you're not saying life did me a disservice a punishment uh you evil life you are in enlightenment you are knowing that that isn't that you're allowing the infinite to stay you're practicing to be in darkness without being afraid and knowing that anything can happen but you're not surrendering where you are still in your body needing to pray needing to have that you know a candle or doing a specific ritual because you need to because if you don't do it then you have no hope here's the different relationship for those who will bring together the human and spiritual elements throughout the series that we will keep on doing i'm I'm starting to think about the new year even though we're not there yet but how i want to formulate our our topics moving forward because this year i use the inner growth word of the day next year i might start integrating uh, I have a bunch of different types of tarot cards and what I was thinking about is I might integrate and use a card of the day to choose the topic so I'm just sharing randomly what I was thinking about because um, I, I just you know to create content content creators know what I'm talking about there's always a little bit of planning that happens before the end of the year because you want to ensure that things keep moving forward I also might I'm just gonna let you know I'm not sure yet I either need to reduce the the hours here or I might start um, doing less maybe five days a week three days a week the podcast I haven't decided yet but I will let you know just keep a note there I'll I'll be specific and let you know um, if I do choose to do that but back to this uh, conversation and the emotions as you allow yourself to process emotions in this way of knowing that it is part of the body so letting go doesn't mean you forget and going with the flow doesn't mean you forget either for those of you who want to be participants in that free will in that part you're always choosing you're manifesting every second because you're participating to your thoughts and feelings it's actually about embracing the array of emotions you do not vibe grief as i explained to you because your body you practice allowing your body to try 
and be in compassion and neutrality this is going to be you on your own with the breathing with me with other mechanisms other individuals have also tools and techniques and things that they can share with you right it is about you being able to take that with ownership and know that there isn't a one truth or not a truth there are the things that you choose that resonate with you and then you have exchanges with the external on those the part where i was presenting to you being able to accept if somebody tells you well i think you actually do hold on to a lot of suffering one friend once told me something along those lines they hoped that i would smile and and i kind of like okay i always smile but i knew because they're intuitive they were senses that i was going through stuff um the part that people use words that don't match what i'm feeling like i shared with you before my body does not feel grief that way i'm going through a moment that i process but it's not in a state of oh i'm so horribly upset at life while when others will use those words this is why even with my sister that words are important because they are an expression of what you are experiencing and if i personally experience love in life then there is no room for you to say certain things but putting that aside this is another example of an inner dialogue that essentially can take place and that will take place for those who choose to start disengaging from societal culture knowledge anything that is information outside of you as your definers and essentially you creatively if you want if you will is what i wanted to say uh, allowing yourself to navigate that space so again you're choosing your flow you're not with the flow surrendering to something you're you're choosing okay i like to do this or i do this because it gives me comfort i do believe in this for this reason this and that and and you're starting to elaborate on on the way that you feel the emotions are on how you're living them on how you're consciously choosing to letting go of them and then knowing that your memory bank is always there this is why it's important to allow yourself to remember the things that did hurt it isn't about them being your greatest teachers it isn't about that struggle that's people staying in the battle the 5d is not battle 5d is this is a part of me still this is something that was in a sadness was in an upset i learned how to process such deep and beautiful emotions i learned how to achieve enlightenment and be in a transcendent function in the very moment as i was experiencing something i learned to work with the body and 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 gain compassion you can think of it technically you can think of it spiritually you can think of it in all of these ways because they're all a part of you i wish i would have had somebody who's sharing with you all of the data points for example with the part of the body and compassion and ego and self and grief particularly in very deep deep moments i wish i would have had the body element because that helps me to know how i'm able to physiologically bring myself to specific state guys with the breathing and the thinking and the ability to remember not to fuse not to attach not to connect to in certain ways and that's why i share with you all the data points and even though i know for some of you it's repetitive it's to help you remember the body element every time so that way i'm in the back of your ear 
when you're going through maybe a moment you're like oh wait a minute i can apply compassion maybe let me go and do this you, you start allowing yourself to transcend the storyline to let go of being attached to fuse with that label with that stereotype with that storyline with whatever wait a minute my body's involved am i going to let myself be contracted am i going to let myself vibe in this low shame or or this state of feeling yes it's here yes it's here but am i going to stay here when i know i can do different with my body heart and mind and you can grow and go with the flow and you do it your way not some other person's way so transmuting emotions such as grief very possible and i hope this helps all of you as always looking forward to hearing your thoughts and feedback calling in on anchor leave a voice message on sending you lots of love lots of hugs lots of smiles